0: Season finale time. Um, Over on Roswell, we are talking the episode Summer of 47. And then on Roswell, New Mexico, we're talking about the episode Mr. Jones, which is the season finale of the second season of Roswell, New Mexico. So, oh my God. So much happens. It's wild. Um, Characters that Patrick and I for real thought we were never going to see. We got to see and got closure and move forward on a bunch of situations. Um. Yeah. So much to talk about. Um and I just wanted to say uh if you were listening to this I guess I can't talk to you if you're not listening to it. So uh <laughs> as someone who is listening to this, I wanted uh to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. Um and you know giving us some of your time during this wild wild time. Uh, and I am so sad that we have to wait until next year for the season three premiere. Uh, but we'll be back on the flip side. Take care.
1: Who does Michael interview for his history paper?
0: Old man, Hal. How many periods are in the Roswell High school day?
1: <clears throat> Nine. I believe. They mentioned after ninth period, we'll do something. So I assume that that mm-hmm. was it.
0: Yeah. By the way, that was the hard one. So I don't think I did a good job on that part.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my hard one. Well, we'll, we'll get to it. Um, how many banana splits did
2: Hal Carver eat?
0: He ordered a third.
1: <laughs> okay, that, that was what I was asking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't see how many. He could have eaten more. Um, right. Paired with a milkshake, which is a bold order.
1: It's so much ice cream.
0: And I'm an ice cream lover. And I can't, like, with a straight face, I can't imagine ordering a, sh- a banana split with a shake. We'll get into it. Right. Uh, why were Hal and Richard late to the crash site?
1: Oh, um, I'm not sure. I kn- I think we were chatting. I don't know why were they late.
0: They stopped for candy bars.
1: Oh, that's right. Two two Z- Zag nuts. Yes, right? I
0: wasn't gonna make you say Zag nut, but yeah, it was Zagnuts. nuts. <laughs> uh,
1: where had Yvonne White been transferred
2: to?
0: I don't remember Fort Worth. I have no idea.
1: London of all places.
0: Wow.
1: (laughs) She says I'm being transferred to London.
0: Is that, but that's before she screams.
1: Yes. That's before she screams.
0: So I think she got transferred to dead.
1: Ooh. Um,
0: Hey, guess what, Patrick, if humans ride Jettas, what do aliens ride?
1: Alien spaceships.
0: (laughs) Yep. Of course
1: um i wrote two more questions that i believe to be a very difficult question
0: oh my gosh okay <laughs>
1: uh so um the my first extremely difficult question is what is tess's first question about the granolith and it's okay if you don't know it because the answer is funny and weird if we need to talk about it
0: okay i don't know it but we'll Her- talk about it
1: her her question her the her first question is can it hear us
0: oh that is weird
1: <laughs> it implies that it is a thing that can hear yeah um and then the other difficult question that i wrote is what building number does betty give hal the key to
0: it's like 17 something or 736
1: it's Seven. ooh, it, very very close it's 7354
0: ah <laughs> All right, so I mean, I I wasn't too bad of a recall.
1: No, you Um, had had like half of that number, right? That's pretty good.
0: (laughs) But we watched the episode Summer of 47. It was less, I remembered it as almost all flashback, but there's a good amount of this grounded in modern time.
1: Yes, and I feel like the um, emotional arc of the episode is still around Michael. Like not just around Hal, but around Michael accepting that, you know, you and I have been talking about how, uh, the aliens and the humans are on just completely different wavelengths. The aliens are like, our concerns are cosmic in nature and have to do with (laughs) our entire species dying out or coming back or being hunted or something. Um, and you humans are obsessed with like, who's in love with who, um, (laughs) And uh, this was a a nice, like, reminder for Michael that, like, the humans have skin in the game, too. Or that he owes something to the humans.
0: Yes. And it is. It's definitely a Michael episode. Yes. Which we haven't really had this season. We kind of had an Isabel episode last week. Um, And then I guess a Michael, I'm sorry, a Max episode before that, when Max was trying to figure out how to be the JFK of everything. (laughs) That's Um, right. I will tell you that the next episode is not a test episode. It should be oh. by all rights, but, uh, it's okay. We won't watch it for nine months. Um, <laughs> it's a long time now, but, uh, this is very Michael centric. You're right. The emotional arc is a hundred percent with Michael. Yeah. Um, and for Hal, I think he gets closure on his experiences, but it's not necessarily he's done we don't spend enough time with him after he finds out uh, about the aliens for us to have any like full arc for him.
1: It's also just hard because like, you know, for as much as you can say that we're like seeing Hal's story, we're seeing it acted out by Michael, right? Like, yeah, it's hard to divorce the um, characters in 1947 from the characters that those same actors play in 2000
0: yes though i was saying to you on the when we were watching it but i do feel like they do a pretty good job of not writing too cute about that like it's it's really the performances and like i feel like our feelings about these actors because we've been watching them play these characters but like it never gets like we don't have a scene where max sees or um richard sees the yvonne character and it's like she's my soul like we don't. Right. They don't hint at that stuff at all. And yes, Hal and Betty flirt with each other, but it's never like that's because they're channeling them. You know, they're not right. playing off the Max and Maria history in any literal way, which I appreciate about the episode because they could have, especially because the Parkers and they name check it, which I'd they forgotten. Do, yeah. The bar is Parkers, which makes mm-hmm. sense because it then became the crash down after the crash. Um. And so, so like the Parker's live there um, and the Valentes live there. We don't, we yeah. do see Kyle <laughs> as like his own grandfather.
1: Presumably it's, it, and it, it named Jim Valenti too.
0: Yeah. But I think, I feel like our Jim Valenti is a junior. I think that is established.
2: Okay. All right.
0: I think his dad calls him a junior. And I think that remember there was an FBI agent in the first season. Yes, like I think he called him Junior too Mm. in a condescending, rude way. Got it. Got it. Uh, Got it. So it's not the first time we're finding out that the grandpa is named Jim. Um, but even that they don't we don't see any inside jokes. We don't like put him in you know mirrored aviators like his son. Right. (laughs) None of it is like cutesy it's Mm -hmm. just it's almost just they cast the flashback storyline with actors from the current show
1: um and you know to like varying degrees of success i think like Mm -hmm. some of some of the actors uh like look more natural in the 1947 uh like aesthetic than others some of them sound more natural than others um katherine heigl is a good actress and she she occupies that role in or this role in a way that like none of the rest of them even come close no uh not that she has a lot to do but
0: but i feel like i feel like sadler i feel like sheriff valenti
1: Mm -hmm.
0: plays up the like angry boss archetype from action movies like very effectively uh because i think partly because he gets to play those kinds of parts when he's not on a teen alien drama. (laughs) I think he does that effectively, but I think you're right that Catherine Heigl disappears into that. And I think, yeah, so I, but it also isn't telling us anything about Valandra or telling us anything about Isabel. It's just, this is what this uh twice divorced and once widowed by the time she was 25 which is quite a life <laughs>
1: it's, it is look i know the 40s were different but that is wild
0: that's wild um and she tries to give back uh someone else's socks to michael <laughs> which and you raised the question
1: <laughs> you raise the question of how do you leave your socks behind
0: in the 40s, like I could see how you leave your socks behind now. Like you maybe you're wearing, you have two, pa- you have a pair of flip flops with you. Mm, yes. But you're not leaving the house in slippers back then no. of any kind. No, so you're, you're slipping wearing your boots. Like, into- yeah, I was like, maybe if you brought extra socks, like your night, <laughs> your before sex socks and your after sex socks.
1: <laughs> Gotta have a fresh pair of after sex socks.
0: Maybe that's what it is. Um, or like you. I don't know. I mean, it is effective, and it does give uh the Hal character an opportunity to give her shit later when she's hanging out with uh Valenti. Yeah, um, yeah, and not even in a slut shamed way, just in a I get to say something bantery at you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's it's interesting that uh like that is the thing that um Richie is like holding over him, or like that the army is holding over him, is that like he has this relationship with this woman. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's almost as though. It's not slut-shaming to him, it's sl- or slut-shaming to her, it's slut-shaming to him.
0: Yeah, I think they're also threatening to kill her.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: They and they killed Betty.
1: That's a great point.
0: I think but you're right, it is like they're like look at these sexy pictures and he is a single guy who literally we find out he was grounded right from being Air Force flyboy. Because he went on a joyride with uh, Dixie, who is Tess's, the character Tess plays. Right. So, like, mm. he is he, his Lothario-ness shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. In I that. guess
1: that makes more sense. It wasn't reading to me like they were threatening her. I thought they were like, we've got these compromising pictures of you. And I don't really know why they were particularly compromising. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll send them to your mom. <laughs> no! And we'll write on the back, twice divorced and once widowed by the time she was 25.
1: <laughs> so dramatic.
0: It's very dramatic. I I liked it. I also feel like it was fun to watch Colin Hanks play like a straight up bad guy <laughs> in this <laughs> Um,
1: it's fun. Is I don't a think I don't think he's that good at playing the bad guy. No, but
0: it was fun. but it was fun. I was like, it oh. is, fun. It is fun. At one point, he's undercover in a like rancher outfit. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and then it's so funny because like then he like gathers up the rest of the army guys in there to like yeah. go out and do whatever they're gonna do. um and you know, presumably, caused this car accident. um And the first guy that like he recruits, the guy he's playing pool with, is like an old man. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a moment <laughs> where it's like that baby-faced boy is in no way going to be able to command that old man. No way.
0: I don't. Know, it's the army, or it's the. I guess it's the army. I don't know. I think you're right. It's Air Force. Um, I also had this thought, but I saved it for the pod. Uh, I feel really bad for the military police because in general, everyone is wearing these like dapper, good looking uniforms. Everybody yeah. looks great. The military police has to wear the goofiest helmets.
1: It's true. The goofiest helmets and the clothes. And maybe this is just a costume issue and not yeah. a, uh, you know, whatever. Um, But like the pants seem to like, they're like a three-quarter length pant and like yeah, they don't baggy in the wrong place and it's just like oh it is not a flattering look
0: no whereas like the rest of our boys i mean i guess i'm speaking specifically about max and michael it's yeah. like a glow up to see them in these really well-cut uniforms like it's like okay friend you're looking good yeah. uh, though max looks old like <laughs> when you see max as a guy in his 20s you can't imagine why he would ever be playing a 17 year old
1: <laughs> it's true but I, i'm also like how old are these characters supposed to be uh or richie and um how
0: i think mid 20s they've seen it okay. they've seen they've been to war so maybe you wouldn't expect them to look their age yeah i think okay. the, like the implication is that they were in combat before okay i think
1: I mean, I think that I think you're right. I think like, that the, they're not new, certainly.
0: No, or maybe it's just Hal who was grounded and Richie never made it because Richie's arc is pretty uh sad for Richie, I think.
1: Yeah, true. Because
0: um, oh. he and Hal kind of start off at the same place, a little bit concerned, not really knowing what's going on, freaked out by the alien that they almost hit with their car in a very mm-hmm. weird scene. Um, and then he kind of goes to the dark, Richie goes to the dark side.
1: Well, I mean, does Richie go to the dark side or does he, is he just powerless in the face of an organization that would, you know, an institution that would just as soon destroy him as like, use him to destroy someone else.
0: Right. But if you allow yourself to be a tool of an evil empire, you're still bad.
1: I mean, they're both in the army. So like, they're already. Yeah. Tools Hal, of an evil quits. Empire true true
0: okay you're okay sorry I don't want to not valid you're right anyone in the the army is already given up a level of their autonomy but I think once you figure out that the army is killing people sure and but also I mean but but that's also the sad thing too right like he's Richie's convinced himself that he's doing the right thing but he knows he's betraying his friend
2: Mm -hmm.
0: like he knows that what he's doing to Hal isn't isn't good
1: (sighs) And you know he does. uh, He he says to Hal like, um, "I convinced them to treat you like one of us," Um, which basically means I convinced them not to kill you. So like, you know, he's doing whatever damage control is within his power to keep the the U.S. government from killing his friend. So like, I mean, yeah, he is. He's he's bad, but like, he could be worse.
0: He could be worse. I think, though, he does stand in contrast to Hal, who does Mm -hmm. the heroic thing on multiple levels. Like, he does sacrifice things for himself. He does try to take the pictures of the alien. Like, he tries to keep that mission going. Like, uh, yeah, I think Richie doesn't come off that well. But I think you're right. He's doing the best he can in his situation. Plus... The Michael character gets to punch the Max character. That never happens.
1: No, that was wonderful. Or at least that, that hasn't
0: <laughs> happened yet. You'll see. Right. Maybe it will happen. But so far, Max has been punching and pushing around Michael a lot. So it's like, hey, Michael gets a punch in. <laughs> um, and this is also the episode where sort of Michael and Maria get back together. But it's, it's what it, we'll talk about it next year uh, if the world is ended <laughs> in twenty twenty. But like, they probably should have. If she thought they were back together, she probably should have had a little bit more conversation about it. But he does make a point of thanking her. He shows her the granolith. He tells her the granolith is why he hasn't been returning her phone calls.
1: Which, like, can't be true because the granolith has only been in his life for, like, a couple of days, and he hasn't been returning her phone calls, like, all summer.
0: Yeah. And I, I, he had valid reasons for not returning. Like, right. He's never been shy about why he's not calling her back. She just doesn't think his reasons are valid. She just doesn't be- like she just doesn't like think he gets to make that decision, but he's been like clear on why he de- why he's not with her and why he doesn't think it's a good idea and why he's choosing not to do it. So it's not really like it wasn't a mystery.
1: Right. Well, and also like in some ways the granolith is representative of the reasons why he hasn't been returning her phone calls, right? Right. That- and as yeah.
0: yeah, it's also through a tiny little hole from the pod chamber. And one <laughs> could say the pod chamber is why he hasn't been returning her phone calls. Sure. Because that's where he saw the little video that said uh, he was a soldier boy.
1: Right. Um, so what do you think? Can the granolith hear them?
0: Well, I know more about the granolith than you. Know.
1: I know, it's was not fair.
0: But I do feel like what we know about the granolith we know what it looks like we know that like L- isabel knew what it was when she saw it which i feel like probably is some like alien knowledge in her head because mm-hmm. it's pretty bold like it was a kind of a jump um yes. but she knew it, but when she saw it she knew it was there and then and none of the other aliens have any are not quite none of them are questioning it they're all just like yeah you're right this is the granite um but Whitaker said they needed the granolith because their bodies were dying. That the skins right. needed the gran- wanted access right. to the granolith because their bodies were dying. So
1: now that's interesting because, uh, and you know, maybe your, maybe, you know, that information or, or maybe it, it actually was stated in the previous episode. I took those as two separate pieces of information, a, our bodies only last for 50 years on Earth, and B, we want the granolith. I did not put together that, like, if we get the granolith, then it extends our life. Like, that, that is not a conclusion that I'm drawing. I'm thinking that, like, they only have the 50 years on Earth to get to the granolith.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you.
1: Okay, all right. But,
0: but I'm just, yeah, I guess I was just laying out what we know about the granolith. Mm-hmm, we know that... Mm-hmm. Aliens know it when they see it. We know yes. the skins want it, yes. and we also, as a side, we know the skins die after fifty years. Those right. two things could be unrelated, but I think that certainly it was implied that the urgency for Whitaker was related to her search for the granolith. But maybe it was just if she's if her body's wearing out, she needs to find it before she dies, because yeah. she can't find it after she dies
1: because she'd be dead.
0: You <laughs> get dead. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you. But I guess I'm saying none of that hints toward it being a monitoring device right. necessarily. Because what use would a monitoring device be to the skins?
1: I mean or uh, it, it is uh, that it's because the, the Tess's question, can it hear us implies that it is, like you say, either a monitoring device or sentient in some way. That can it hear right. us? Can it Take what we are saying and understand it, and speak back to us or present information back to us um yeah, it was just it was just a very it's a such a specific question
0: it is I don't know, I feel like Tess may Tess grew up with the, so I think she has a different background yes. um but yeah, it is a weird question. But it's also like the Grenolith right now is such a MacGuffin. True. We don't have any other. We know the we know the evil aliens who, at some point, uh Velandra Isabel's old side at some point betrayed her people for them or with them or in some way.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
0: we know, like very we know little pieces of stuff, but
1: yeah it's it, it's a, a really cool um like as, as you're mentioning like isabel and valandra and i don't remember the name of her character in 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 1940 um yeah. but like this sort of idea of the same like the same shapes of characters appearing over and over mm-hmm. again um that is something that and you know we we were talking about this the other week when uh the uh jfk episode was about um written by uh Ronald Moore. Yeah. Um. Of Battlestar Galactica fame, but it's like I'm starting to see like echoes of Battlestar in this, right? Where it's like the same, the same actors playing different characters that look the same, you know? Yeah. Um. It's it's very cool and a very like interesting dynamic. Um. And like ha- having all of the actors play different characters in 1947 even though like you say it's not like cute about it um sort of like underlines that idea that like these characters that look the same to us can be different.
0: Yes, which is very cool. Um and I'm going to relate that too, but don't read anything into it. The big reveal at the end of this episode, well that's the final scene, but it's reiterated in the final scene of the episode that uh, there is a whole nother set of aliens. Yeah. Or there's another, there there are four more, there's another pod, or another squad pod, whatever. There's another, what did there's he call another... it? Sack. A sack yes. that had four <laughs> pods in it. So, so that is a oh. thing.
1: Now no. that is interesting, because before you pointed that out, it had not crossed my mind that it could be another four identical aliens. Possibly even with the same like photocopied memories of like four original aliens, and I'm not saying that that's what I think is happening, Mm -hmm. but that would be cool (laughs) if there were yeah four more of that of the of our of our core set of aliens somewhere else on Earth.
0: Yeah, and like you said, Echo of Battlestar Galactica, but this is pre Battlestar Galactica, so it could also be a dry run of some ideas that uh, Ronald Moore explored fully later.
1: Hmm, my goodness. Ryan, how does this uh because this is such a uh strange episode, right? Being yes. a, a, a a largely a flashback. Um mm-hmm. how does this one normally feel to you as you are watching it in like marathon session because it's so different, because it's yeah, so diverted.
0: It's fun. I like it because it's fun. It's fun to see the character the other way. It also is the first uh significant uh, candy episode of the season.
3: Mm,
2: Cause we
0: have sure. like, you know, they're broken up. She's like, hey, you know, he's like, I'm a soldier, that's not a thing. And she's like, hey, have you ever seen a movie? That's all the movies are about. Soldiers <laughs> having ladies at home. But like so they have little banters, but this is the fir- like the scene in the pot at the in the granola at the end of the episode yeah. is kind of the first candy moment of the season. Like, you know, real moment. Yeah. Um And so for me that's part of what the land post the the signpost for this episode when i'm watching that's um, interesting it's like also- i said michael and maria don't have a conversation about what their relationship is whether their boyfriend or girlfriend whether he should keep flirting with courtney none of that is actually said out loud between them so i'm not saying that they're like settled there's you know i think i don't know that he's saying i'll stop worrying about alien stuff and now be interested in being in a relationship full-time with you um
1: no, but he is saying, "I, I appreciate your interest yes. in alien stuff in a way that I hadn't before. In a, yep. like, I'm I'm letting you know that uh, you that I I know that I'm not alone in this, that I have dragged you into this, and that I will forever owe you for yes uh how much my mere presence has changed your life.
0: Yep, I it's like, and I appreciate you, and I want you to be part of my journey.
2: Yes, yes.
0: Um, so, it's all good stuff. Like I said, it's kind of the first. So, the, for me, when I watch, that's the big thing. And then, not to be mean, but the next episode is like a game changer episode.
1: Oh my God.
0: So, it's also like the last, it's like this feels like because we have kind of, like I said, we have the premiere and then we have a Max episode, an Isabel episode, and a Michael episode. And then. And we find out this extra set of pod, this extra pod thing. And then the things, the thing that happens in the next episode, like shakes up the snow globe all over in a fun way.
1: Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. So it's, exciting. it's also like, so when I watch this, it's
0: like, yeah. And I always like, I this is one of those episodes that's sort of like the end of last season. I do, I don't stop after this episode, I keep yeah. going. Um,
1: um let me ask you this it was last week the episode that ended with the courtney reveal that she's a skin no that
0: was two
1: that was two weeks ago
0: hold on yes that was two weeks ago we found out courtney was a skin then we found out whitaker was a skin last week right and yeah
1: wow that's so that that's kind of a long time for that reveal to just be like sitting out there for the audience to know but not like, Wait,
0: am I crazy? Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Okay, Courtney goes to the bathroom, and she's... You no, know, that's the end of the... Se- that Yeah, that's two episodes ago. Yeah. Because it was last episode. Yes, Ended but last episode... The yeah, yeah, and we had Courtney's, like, story about her step. She slept with the Whitaker's step. Like, why... the Whitaker had pictures of her.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: But we knew she was a skin during that time. But we, we still don't know if she and Whitaker, like, knew, you know, we don't know what their relationship was. Yeah. If it was anything. Other than she had pictures of her. Uh, Whitaker. <sighs> so yeah, so there's a lot on the, I mean, it's funny, I, I'm saying a lot. Compared to the show we're about to watch, not oh, that much. <laughs> not that much at play in this show, episode, in this show, but there are things kind of in play. We've got the evi- evil aliens are in Roswell, mm-hmm. or s- at least some of them are. Um, Though, Courtney's court the way courtney is treating michael isn't like an enemy necessarily um right so who knows what her plans are
1: yeah um, it it is interesting that the beginning of the season establishes like a couple new sets of like status quo um only mm-hmm. to uh kind of topple them really quick like yeah. that whitaker is dead Um, you know, like that, that was a whole, that seemed like it could have been a thing that sustained like a season or at least like, you know, a a multi-episode arc instead of like two or three. Um, Mm -hmm. and then, uh, I guess Niseido is dead by the end of the first episode, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, it just, it, it, it feels like there's a lot of, uh, a lot of like new stuff set up at the beginning of the season only to... Uh, have all of that stuff just sort of be like chewed up and dealt with um for there to be like all these new uh even newer uh things to deal with
0: yes that's true and like i said the the fo- the other four aliens but what or the other pod whatever it happened to it is right. one thing and there are also two aliens right with the so like we and we could you could intuit because of the handprints i don't know that it there you could intuit that one of them is nasedo because the handprint thing Mm -hmm. but there could be two aliens in addition to nasedo we don't know
3: (sighs)
2: yeah i
0: mean nasedo started murdering people around then so i i don't think we are supposed to think nasedo was in a pod at the time but we saw Uh, two white light aliens yes so we definitely have at least one that we can't account for but maybe both of them
1: Right, because um, there isn't anything, lighting, yeah, there isn't anything necessarily to imply that those white glowy aliens, that either one of them was Niseido.
0: No, other than the yeah. death by handprint, but it feels like anyone could do that. I mean, any, right. we don't know that that's a, we just know that there was one killer alien who was doing that. We don't know that he was the only killer a- alien.
1: I mean, the show that we are about to talk about, we just saw the main character basically I, kill someone by handprint.
0: <laughs> I know. I, and I think they're not going to deal with it. Oh, man. We're, like, we're just going to be like, we're just going to roll through this. It's like, Isabel can control minds and Max can kill people. And that's just what we're, that's just life. Um,
1: I don't know that I'm ready to watch the finale of Roswell, New Mexico. I don't know if I'm ready, Ryan.
0: Do you want to watch like an episode of good omens like what do you want to do
1: we (laughs) i don't know i don't think that there's anything that can prepare me for it i think i just got to go in and do it
0: all right i'll be with you we'll get through it and then we'll talk about it
1: i love it okay how do we talk around the end of that episode or do let's we just jump right to the end of
0: to it. it we gotta start <laughs> at the end because we can use the end to get back because there's certain pieces of the end that are foreshadowed um
1: so there is something out in the desert and the whispers that uh max is hearing are telling him to go and find a tunnel out in a specific place. He takes more of that antidote and he can hear it more clearly. He goes out there. He summons his siblings. They're like, we're mad at you, but we're not going to be mad at you anymore. They find a max in the cave with a giant beard.
0: Yes. And I'll take a half step back. They find the drawing that max has as a tattoo on his back and obsessively obsessively drew in the foster home.
2: Right. Right.
0: So Max has been guiding them theoretically to this symbol for the whole time. his whole life. Right. He didn't know what he was doing, but it now because it did take all 3 of them to unlock it.
1: Yes. And he very, you know, for clarity's sake, says there must be 3. So they yes. each put their hand on a separate symbol. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: The, door the opens. that that
0: is also—it's not just his tattoo; it's not just something he wrote all over the walls in the foster home. It is also the logo of the sh-
1: show. <laughs> yes, that's right.
0: And then, what does he see?
1: He sees a version, seemingly of himself. Yes. Uh, with a big old beard, bushy beard, big old bushy beard, and the uh, the voice is saying, "I need water." Um, uh, but then, when when they come face to face, he says, "Howdy, partner." Yep. And we, the audience, I don't believe the characters. I, I believe just just the audience are treated to a flashback to mm-hmm. the stowaway on the, the alien spacecraft that uh, Isabel and um, Michael's mothers were on when when it yeah. crashed in forty seven. Um, and it appears as though that Max-looking character was the stowaway.
0: Well, yes, it was both the stowaway who we see that Michael and Isabel's mother were afraid of, but also the man in the hood who had Max chained to the floor when Isabel's mom right. fought him.
1: Right, which we still don't have any real context for.
0: No, we have no idea except yeah i mean except that yeah Yeah. (laughs) except
1: that michael's mother wait Mm -hmm. what tell refers to isabel's mother sorry wait Um, which are
0: you talking sorry isabel's mother is the one who is maria's grandmother and fought a beard guy
1: okay so i guess I'm, i'm referring to michael's mother okay um who uh like had a thing for a trip mains
0: uh a thing they were deeply in love patrick
1: okay fine <laughs> but he he lives a, a human life after uh, after she's gone
0: well he never gets married or has kids because he only wanted to do that with her because he she was his true love fine <laughs> i <laughs> guess
1: that i guess that actor can only ever have uh you know in, infinity loves with uh with aliens Or with the opposite of whatever he is, if he's an alien, yeah.
0: And once he's in love, he kind of even if he used to be in love in another planet with some blonde chick, it's not going to work out.
1: For example, I'm saying uh, she is, and is that is that Patricia? Is it Patricia and Louise? Are those the?
0: I think Patricia is Louise's uh, biological daughter. With with is is Patricia is Maria's grandmother, so Patricia is Louise's biological baby half human baby
1: okay so we don't know or we don't remember the the name of michael's mother
0: we should remember colleen i can't remember i'm gonna look it up while we're talking just
1: but she she refers she tells trip that uh like he needs to keep an eye out uh for uh or that the 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 three aliens that need to be like watched out for are um uh her, the son the daughter and the other mm. and so i think yep. the other has got to be some sort of uh obviously that's max um yes. and if like do we think that this guy just like cloned himself this like stowaway max looking alien like cloned himself and like chained up uh, you know like baby max um and was going to use him for some nefarious purposes but the two good alien ladies were like no we need to free him and uh, seal away Bad Max in this cave. It
0: could, it could be a clone situation, but I think it could also just be a, a father son. They look exactly alike because of television situation.
1: <sighs> yeah, but that's not, they don't do that with like Isabel, for example. Like we see her mother, grandmother, mother. Yes. Mother.
0: No, we see her yeah. mom. Yeah. She doesn't play her own mother. Yeah. Um, that's true. But I guess I'm just saying I don't know that I would put it past the show to do that. It's I think I'm also being uh turned by the phrase savior and you yes. wouldn't likely unless in certain situations maybe you would, but it wouldn't be the most simple explanation that your clone would somehow be a savior. Sure. Usually savior has to do with like a special birth in traditional like god stories.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So that's, I think, why I'm clinging to the idea that he was born versus created in a clone situation, which I know it wouldn't have to be in a lab because it's there's alien magic. But if you're yeah. a clone, then like it would be weird that the clone would be a savior and that the
1: then the original, the original wouldn't. wouldn't, be. wouldn't. Like uh, like Ray.
2: who I guess is the daughter of a clone. Wait, what? A Palpatine? I'm talking why about we, Star Wars. Why, okay,
0: no. <laughs> Ray who? No. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: should have been just Rey. Anyway. Yeah, but wait. I thought that we knew that it isn't a clone.
1: We knew that what isn't a clone? Or
0: is this a fan and canon thing that's been... Con- I know we spent a lot of time <laughs> you explaining Star Wars canon on this show to me. But I thought Ray's father was the progeny of Palpatine. You're saying he's a clone baby?
1: So I believe that question has not been answered. My assumption is that he is a clone baby because the dark side of the force is so into um, cloning and like the Emperor wants in, to live forever.
0: I know that science is different in Star Wars in real life. Yes. In Star Wars, do clones have the ability to reproduce? Because in real life, that's like a problem for clones.
1: That's true. Uh, I get, I don't. I don't know. I. Okay. I, I don't know enough about. The All right, this to me feels clones. like an
0: open question. Sort of like, what's wrong with Obi Wan Kenobi, and why was he so bad at watching, looking out for Luke? Right. Uh, but yes, it could be a clone. It could also be something fucked up. Where, because obviously, this guy's he. This guy's scary. We don't know what yes. exactly. I mean, his howdy partner wasn't the most menacing thing a person could say, but like he did have, uh, he did at some point have max chained to the floor. So I think we have a, we have a pretty good idea. This is not a good guy. So he could have also done something like inject his DNA into max
3: Mm.
2: to make
0: him look, you know, to make him into his successor. Right. So he is like keeping him clunk, keeping him tied to the ground. Like, there, you're right. It's aliens. It could be any number of things. It could be cloning. Yeah. It could be magic. It could be all. But it does have Max's adult face.
1: Yes, one hundred percent. And despite despite a giant bushy beard,
0: mm-hmm. looks
1: identical to Max. He doesn't look like he is aged. You know, seventy years.
0: Well, I and I don't know, but I'm thinking, and I hope we don't have to have a whole nother season of flashbacks to set this up. That whenever. Yeah the three pod kids were set in their pods and the timers were set. Right. That might be the same time that he was imprisoned and set with no timer.
1: I mean, there's, so there's something that they, that the three aliens say to each other as they're approaching the door. um, That makes almost makes it sound like they know that the person in there has only been like a person, or has only been like active for a couple of days. Like they say something along the lines. Yeah, which of,
0: I didn't really fully understand. So he. I touches, didn't understand either. Yeah, so Max touches a touches pieces of alien tech, and all of a sudden it makes someone appear. Now he did all of a sudden hear whispering. Right. So maybe he woke him up by touching that thing.
1: And again, just to clarify, that piece of alien tech was in Max's possession before this?
0: No, he had a piece of it. It wasn't put together.
1: Okay, all right.
0: Uh, Graham Greene was buying a bunch of pieces from different places, including from Max. And then when he put it all together, he made that. that it, Max called it a steering wheel.
1: With, so okay, one could think sure. it's
0: like the data center of the ship.
1: Okay, so now, interesting. Um, because Trip asks the alien woman whose name we can't remember, um, what it Nora. is, right? What Laura
0: Nora with an Nora N.
1: Nora, you're right. Um, uh, asks, or like, he either asks, Are you building a ship or something yes, along he those asks lines? Her
0: what she's building,
1: and it, it I don't think they ever get like a solid answer what they are building. So, that thing that we think is like a steering wheel or like part of an alien console could just be the thing that's keeping Beard Max imprisoned, or it could be like a teleporter or like a wormhole opener to like, you know, the phantom zone where they've exiled this uh, creature away. Totally. Or like, I, I, I think I, I don't. Well, Because yeah.
0: we have reason to think that it is something like that because Nora is building it. And when Trip asks her about it, she's like, yeah, I don't really care about it. humans are not my problem. Yeah, Snowway is my problem. This guy is my problem. Yeah, so I think that makes complete sense. I think we are going to have to get more flashbacks, but I think it makes. I think she built Phantom Zone is a great reference point for it. I think yeah. she built a thing to uh, She built a prison.
1: Yeah, some sort of pocket dimension prison to seal away this and uh, when, the away.
0: Yes, and when this thing was when when Max touched the portal or touched the peace he started hearing the whispers and then when it was destroyed the door was revealed
1: so what does savior refer to max believes that that's his name yes i guess that's just an, an outstanding i, mean, I think a,
0: a simple and again i know occam's razor doesn't always work with this show but a simple solution is because he was the prisoner max was the prisoner of beard Yes. Max was freed and taken away on a ship. So if Beard is, Beard likely, if he stowed away, was there to get his property back. Interesting. And so he may have burned, he may have done that as an expression of his desire to reclaim Max.
1: Yeah, so we definitely need more of the history of the three aliens, possibly four aliens that were on that ship headed to Earth.
0: Honestly, I'd be okay with, since we know Max has memories, I'd be okay with Max bumps his head next season and remembers everything. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, weirdo grabs him, touches his skull, and then Max just remembers everything. Like, I don't know how much more we need, because I feel satisfied now. I mean, it's very, Nora's story is very sad, right? She, like, Mm -hmm. she had a crash, she had to hide out, she built this prison thing, she ensured the safety of her children, but then fell in love with a guy but then she's in prison the rest of her life and the man she loves dies and is murdered and buried under a shed yeah. so like Nora's story is sad but i feel like i get i don't know that i need more of Nora's story or louise's story really i mean i got it
1: yeah i mean i think we got their experience on earth but i i think that like there's still something to be said for what Max and the stowaway Like what they really are And why
0: Oh yeah I'm interested yeah. in Max's story and the Stowaway story But like I said we can get The stowaway sure. can we just can tell that. us And the Max can just Like I said hit his head he can just remember everything
1: So he can just remember everything That's fine I don't want the show To do another scene like we got In this episode where The three aliens are like sitting around a table Having just read Um trips diary and just like sort of quickly uh catching each other up um it's too much it's too fast and there are too many names
0: (laughs) i'm with you but i also there's only so much time that this show has true true i don't we got other fish to fry we're gonna have to watch michael pine for alex for a whole freaking season
2: oh my god
0: um okay yeah so we start at the end that was the end.
2: Right. should we hop back the to the, the beginning
0: episode is, the, um, is the convention right it's CrashCon we spend the no. other 45 minutes no. in CrashCon no but like that's uh, I mean, what was set, set up set, remember there were so many yep, balls in the yep. air there were, so, there were like three bombs for like a there big epic big, showdown big fire. Yep. yeah all of our characters were at con- at CrashCon so like of course we, we probably were ca- I mean in order just to resolve that stuff had to be oh.
1: You know what? I, I, I bet we could knock that that whole thing out in uh, two and a half minutes I mean, right. b- before the title sequence.
0: Amazing. They did it. And pretty much. I mean, yes, uh, Jesse Maines is dead. Rest in pain, whatever. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, like everybody's fine. Yeah. No consequences. Roswell. I mean, there are some conspiracy theorists who are like, ooh, is there aliens at the con? But, like, nobody but those seems to have like, a huge fire.
1: <laughs>
0: like, it was dangerous, but nobody, there's no fallout. No. Um,
1: and even the, uh, the thing where Max almost kills Flint Maines, almost kills him, sends him into the hospital okay. where he remains for the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. And we never, we never actually check on him. We don't see him ever again. Um,
0: we do but- see <sighs> Max's mugshot. Is that from almost murdering a a soldier? Or is Um, that a coincidental mugshot? I mean, that
1: was didn't he get arrested earlier in the in the season? I don't remember anymore.
0: Okay. I just he should be arrested for what he did to Flint. It was murder. Um but at the very least,
1: attempted murder. Attempted
0: murder. Um,
1: Um and the it's like right when it like right after it happens liz says something to him like what max what did you do like there's a second where it almost seems like the show is going to hold him accountable or the characters in the show are going to hold him accountable but then it doesn't and we're just sort of like moving past it
0: she's worried about his heart she doesn't give a fuck
1: about the dead man
0: good point she's mad that he exerted himself uh okay so but the crash con guess what maria's fine uh flint's fine um jesse mains is dead uh
1: kyle it, was there
0: yes uh jesse mains is killed not by alex but by greg is the one who shoots him ultimately which is um, weird which is weird but also okay i'm happy for greg fine, to be in the right. mix he doesn't yeah. know about aliens yet he seems like a nice person we ha- don't have a ton of those Bring him in. And you know I ship him with Rosa, so maybe right. that'll work he, out next season. And he is
1: a supportive sweet boy, so like let's have let's have him on. Yeah, let's have I cried him on. Right
0: at his brother's performance.
1: Which we'll get to.
0: We will get to it. We have no choice. Um okay, so I'm trying to think what the okay, so then yeah. CrashCon's over. Um <laughs> Maria is in the hospital with a super cute ponytail. And <laughs> She's like, hey, Michael, my mom disappeared again, but she left me this box. Will you help me open it? And he's like, nope, I won't be helping you.
1: Even though I got this key from tearing down Alex's mm-hmm. shed, which has nope. Trip main skeleton buried underneath it.
0: Yeah, it's not a good enough reason <laughs> to help. Um...
1: Um, it was it was very fun, very funny that they were tearing down that shed from the inside from like sun up to sundown. Like it seemed like they were at it for hours.
0: It was it was also like, and I commented on it and have it, but like Alex and Michael are there. Ale- Michael hands Alex a hammer, which may in fact be the same hammer that smashed Michael's hand <laughs> in a horrible assault that happened in this room, and then. Michael gets an axe.
1: Right. How? And they both smash up the place.
0: I'm like, what? Alex should get the axe. It's his property. Yeah. Or, um, like
1: you said, a sledgehammer. A sledgehammer would be like one sledgehammer, one axe. Like, let's take this thing down. Yeah. Those are demolition tools. No. A carpenter, like a claw hammer, like that's not, that's going to take forever.
0: I mean, the first hit, sure, because you can, like, it's symbolic. But then, come sure. on, yeah, get a sledgehammer out there. Get a tractor back up over it. I don't know. Um, but they are. They find Trip Baines' body, uh, who was buried in uniform, or not in uniform, but in, with his dog tags on, right. um, and a key in his pocket.
1: And the key. So, wait, it, well, hold, hold on a minute. This is. He, there's only like one level of like flooring here and then there's a corpse that was just slowly rotting under there yep. the whole
0: thing <laughs> i mean i would assume that for the first like five years grandpa Main. Yeah, yeah and grandpa Main's didn't let people go out there or he kept manure in there or something like i bet grandpa Main's like covered for like five, like a set of years sure Maybe while, maybe while, uh, Jesse mains was Sergeant bad dad, uh, while he was like away at war, like maybe while he was on a tour. Cause he did love his uncle. So like maybe yeah. it was while he was gone. And I think, yeah, I think grandpa, grandpa, bad dad, just let the body rot underneath there to, to
1: insanity. insanity.
0: Oh, it's totally insane. Um, but it's helpful cause he has a key in his pocket. Yes. And the key happens to unlock the exact box that Mario has, um, that was passed down through generations, um, and it contains Trip's diary. And essentially, the idea was it to, is to be opened upon the upon his death, but there was a bit yeah. of delay.
1: <sighs> okay, so what else happens here? Diego comes back to town. This time with a scientist that Liz has heard of, and that Liz yeah, like seems, knows and respects. I
0: know it isn't, but it seems like it's a cameo from a politician. Like the <laughs> woman looks so much like a politician, and there's like this weird stiffness to her, which I yeah. think is just a performance. But it's like she doesn't feel as, and maybe it's just all the characters in the show are very emotional, but she doesn't. She is very, she is very reserved there's something like self-possessed mm-hmm. about her
1: yes um and so diego's like what you can have this job working for this probably evil company in california um mm-hmm. and uh you know do whatever your research is i guess he's not specific as to what like the job would be um but presumably that she could uh, you know follow her research wherever it takes her um And so Liz has a conversation with Max uh, being like, I've got this great opportunity in California. And Max, like a fucking dope, is like, oh, I'm going to miss you.
0: Have fun.
1: (laughs) Have fun. She's like, no, you idiot. Come with me. And
0: I have nothing holding you here.
1: Right. But that conversation sort of fizzles out, right?
0: I mean, I think he's like, oh, yeah, I guess I could do that.
1: Yeah, without committing to it.
0: Without really, he doesn't hard commit, but, but they like affirm their love and support of one another and talk about right. how they don't keep secrets. And then Diego, essentially a uh, cold reserved politician woman, uh, is like, I don't know about this, Liz lady. Like, I don't see what you're talking about, Diego. I don't see her. What's so impressive about her? And Diego's like, You got to see her lab. So Max beats them to the lab and destroys the lab sets it on fire blows it up yeah and doesn't saves his drugs for himself but otherwise uh, destroys all of her research
1: but also like sneaks a peek at the research too because it seems like he he was discovering new information about what what all liz was up to in this lab
0: but also very frantically before destroying it all
1: yes yeah correct
0: there's really no reason he couldn't have taken all that shit and put it in the back of his jeep like a lot of that mm, yeah, stuff yeah. he could have mm-hmm. taken it's because it wasn't i mean at one point uh oh because we didn't talk with the undercover part cameron shows up in a pink cowboy hat and yeah. gets and,
2: and bugs out. the table and
0: Bugs the table but anyway cameron's like anything incriminating and it's like okay but like they're not the police
1: Right. They have Mm -hmm. no
0: right to search or seizure. So you could have just changed the locks on the door. You could have stood outside the door and said, you're not allowed in here. What are they going to do? Fight you? Like, I I guess...
1: It's two scientists. Yeah, they can't do shit.
0: Two scientists, one of whom is Liz's ex-boyfriend who wants Liz to like him. Like, they're not... They don't have guns. Like, what are you going to do? Like, I...
1: I Also, you have superpowers. Like, you could just knock them down.
0: A hundred percent. Or, like, have isabel come and just make them think there's nothing there they don't see anything like it was i do feel like it was i think max was unhappy with what he found in that lab and he was mm-hmm. happy to destroy it
1: yes which correct.
0: is not necessarily the reason he told himself he was going to the lab but it is ultimately what happened uh, I see, you know so Liz,
1: I, I don't i don't know because like he he accesses the lab by using his powers to, like, nuke the lock, right? So like, Well, but he,
0: otherwise he wouldn't be able to get in. Remember, she changed the lock. I get so that. Only when her hand works.
1: I get that. But he could still, as we were just saying, he could still prevent them from entering, right? Like, destroy everything or get rid of it, like hide it, are not truly the only options here. He could just repel them. But he's got a more, he's in a destructive mindset. He went there to destroy stuff.
0: Yeah, which is still shitty. (laughs) I agree. Like, she's right when she's mad at him later. Um, And he tries to make it like, what were you going to do with livers in a jar? And it's like, well, one, she literally figured out how to reverse death. Yeah. So that's what she was doing. And she's explained to you multiple times how important this research is to her.
1: And also, it just, you know, throughout this season and twice in this episode, demonstrates how powerful the science is that she's developing, right? Mm -hmm. The episode starts with her diffusing this, like, alien bomb thing by, Mm -hmm. you know, putting some... I don't even know what, some serum in a ketchup bottle and sprinkling it all over the the alien console. So A, that, and she was only able to do that because uh, she had this alien lab with access to alien physiology. And then B, by the the end of the episode, she has cured Steph of whatever disease she had.
0: And Max is addicted to her steroid medicine that she synthetically created. Yes. But he destroys it all. Cause he's right. an he
2: asshole. I right. mean, I
0: think it's, I think you're right. He does come in there with a, a destructive mood. He is not trying to save anything when he arrives, right. but I still think he could have saved a lot of it or he could have just stopped the people, the two humans.
3: Yeah. We're not regular about, ass humans. Like,
0: like we may find out they have ties to like the secret evil, you know, military group, uh, Dark sky, deep sky. But we have no reason right now to think they're related to deep sky. So we have no reason right now to think that they just stand there and say, Diego, what are you doing here? This is Liz's private lab. Oh, Liz told me we could come. Okay, cool. Let's wait for Liz. Like how hard is that as a conversation?
1: Yeah, not, not hard at all.
0: That's what a person would do, but he is, but he's also going through a bunch of stuff right now. (laughs) True. I mean, he's figured out his own name in his native language.
1: Which and that I it feel- means savior.
0: Yeah, he's got a lot going on. So like, and I get that he, whatever. I understand why his instincts were to do what he did, but it still was, he was being a bad boyfriend when he did it. Yeah. Um, so Liz is right to dump him for it. Um, though she does think he's going to um, magically, he, she does think he's going to big gesture her. and He does not.
1: Well, does she really think he's going to do that? Or is that just what Rosa says?
0: She hangs out on the street waiting for mm-hmm. extra time so that he can show up and big gesture her.
1: And then the next time we see her, she is standing at the ocean because she has yes. made it to the coast.
0: And she's very happy. She, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure she's sad on some level, but she lo- she's excited about this new chapter in her life. Totally. And I eight. mean, I, ho- I hope the job still exists, frankly. <laughs> yeah, because, great point. because the boss was very skeptical about hiring her, and then the thing that was supposed to convince her got exploded. Which, <laughs> yeah, but
1: it's amazing that we don't get any resolution on their perspective, right? On Diego's, that like they show up because they're there when it explodes. Like, yeah. Max is down to like the last possible second to destroy <laughs> this stuff. Um, so they're there, they're going to the secret lab, and then it explodes. And then they're just like, well, okay, well, you should still hire her anyway.
0: Well, we don't know that. Right. I mean, we do, I, she could have shown up in this new town and Diego's going to be like, there's no job, Liz.
1: Ooh, it's tough.
0: Uh, it's, what, it's a show called Roswell, New Mexico. She's not staying in California.
1: No, of course not.
0: She's one of the lead. She's like the lead character in the show. I mean, I'm not worried about her getting back to Roswell.
1: OK, what else have, what else haven't we covered here?
0: Uh, Maria and Michael's stupid breakup that made no sense.
1: Maria and Michael's stupid breakup that doesn't make any sense. Why do they break up?
0: Because the season is ending.
1: <laughs> Honestly? There' are so many mentions throughout this episode of uh, character dynamics uh, throughout this last year. Um, yeah. As though the characters are aware that they are on a TV show. And this last year has been like a discreet measurement of time in their lives.
0: Okay. To be fair. Yes. About a year ago, Isabel's b- husband was revealed to be an evil alien and Max murdered him. And then Max died. So there is like a very specific set of events that one would mark time based on. That Remember, is Max true. Max No one turned out to be evil and then got killed and Rosa right. came back to life. And all of that happened within a 24 hour period. <laughs> so like, yeah, I feel like you would now they could say, you know, since the big, since Max died, but like, there is a thing that I feel like they, that is how you would mark time.
1: I, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I wonder if in, march of uh 2021 we refer to uh everything that happened this year you know like i don't it just it, it feels it feels too neat to me that they would keep referring to the year it is maybe not odd for it to every like for one person to do it one time but multiple characters refer to their relationships over the year as well, though Rosa's
0: only been alive for a year <laughs> that's true <laughs> So I can't blame Losa. I'm not blaming <laughs> Losa. I, I get, I, Isabel. both got m- widowed and found out her, I don't know. I think that they, there was a huge thing that happened one year ago.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree that there was a, a, a thing, a big thing that happened one year ago. It just, it feels odd for them to even like express the amount of time that like, do you know what i mean that that liz is talking to max and saying like everything you know uh, uh our relationship this last year well it's like just the relationship like it if it, it, i know this is me harping on a very specific point yeah <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll let it go um but it, it it just struck me as odd
0: yeah no i mean i also question if it's been a calendar year great question we skipped Christmas. We didn't have a winter.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, I don't know, man. I guess, like I said, because such huge things happened at the end of last season, if they, it, yeah, it all feels like you would measure everything from since the last finale.
1: Sure. Um, uh,. So they break up just because it's the end of the year is
0: what we're I saying. Mean, I think that underneath it is that she's deciding that she's going to stop. Uh, she's not going to prevent her brain from deteriorating based on alien stuff. And he's like, I don't really want to have to sit there and watch you do that. And she's like, he's like, I love you. I don't want to sit there and watch you do it. And she's like, I love you, too. So we've run our course. This has been great. Um, it's Why meant to lack- cry of a yeah, it's just, we, I don't, and, may- I- and maybe some relationships just end this way. It just felt weird. <laughs> it felt like it didn't build to a breakup. It just was like, or maybe, like, does Maria, does Maria really love Michael? Because it feels weird know. that if you in your next breath are about to say, it's been real stud, talk to you later, you wouldn't say I love you. Like, that's... Well, that's- <sighs>
1: Yeah, and especially and, when, like, they're going to be on the same side, like, doing alien stuff together. I yeah, I don't know. There's, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, addri- them breaking up doesn't address, like, the underlying concern of, like, I don't want to see you hurt yourself.
0: Well, it just frees him up to be with Alex, is what it feels. That's what it feels. Right. I, that's yeah, what it feels. That like.
1: is, Totally. Totally. When
0: I don't think anything he's done in his relationship with Maria have shown that he wants to be freed up to be without. Like, it's not, I don't know. It just didn't, but maybe some people just break up that way. But it's weird. Like you said, they're still friends. It's neither yeah. of them is leaving town. <laughs> so they started it also... as fuck buddies in the same friend mm-hmm. group who then became right. a real relationship and now they're just going to stop dating even though, her best friend and his brother are, are to, well, I guess they're not together now. I guess maybe it will be easy for them to stay apart. But, like, they're part of the same clique. I don't know how, yeah. how are you just going to downgrade this relationship based on not based on
1: based on a dynamic that was there already. That was, like, built into who they were already.
0: I don't know. Maybe I need to rewatch it. I just didn't. <laughs> because, like, the fight that Max and liz have i'm like okay yes i get why this is a serious fight between the two of you i get why liz is fucking pissed and she doesn't want to forgive you on this i get why max isn't ready to come like it's in conciliatory i get that conflict right I don't for maria and michael unless they're think michael was already was always looking like was one of them looking to be out of the relationship
1: I mean it's possible it, it 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 is more likely that the show just wants him to be with Alex even though it doesn't seem to the show doesn't necessarily seem to want Alex to be with Michael because like I don't know Alex seems okay and like he seems to be okay doing his own thing and like moving on past Michael even having like this song about him where well, I assume the song is about him um is I mean, like
0: <laughs>
1: but it's 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 like a moving on thing right like he's got this yeah, new boy that he's into
0: right but i feel like we had season one it was the two of them drama season two michael has a stable relationship with maria season three alex has a stable relationship with Forrest. sure While michael sure. pines in the corner and then season then they can be together end game that's sure. i guess maybe that's what it feels like too is that like and maybe I've just seen too much television. I don't know. <laughs> but like just Michael being Michael five minutes after breaking up with someone, he says he's in lo- who's who they're in love and they break mm-hmm. up. And five minutes later, he's like, yeah, Alex and I are endgame. It's not for right now, but one day we'll be together. And Isabel's like, I believe that. What the fuck? You barely are out of a relationship that you were 100% committed to when you were in. I'm not questioning that what the fuck are we watching feels like television
2: yeah i guess that's,
0: and it is yeah and maybe if I, again i said this before if i was binge watching it maybe this shit wouldn't bug me but it's like i have to live through in real time if they're going to be together just put them the fuck together or give me a real reason why they can't be together and let them be adults with other people
1: yeah and now we got to wait like a year probably until we get more of this to
0: (laughs) to experience the next
1: part of it yeah i guess (sighs) i'm
0: and honestly i wasn't i didn't need michael and maria to be together forever i wish that but i wish that their fight i cared as nearly as i wish i was as emotionally engaged in their fight as i was with max and liz because max and liz was really well done and loaded on both sides and built up over time and made sense for the characters
1: Yeah. i mean i I, I
0: understand what i watched
1: i still maintain that like i have a hard time buying into uh, maria saying that she like wants to use her powers like to help people um when like i don't know that we see too much evidence of that Uh, i guess Mm -hmm. the the beginning of this episode slash the end of the previous which is all part of the same climax and it's annoying that the show breaks up the climax to one story over two episodes but whatever yeah um that Maria's like, no, uh, I had the, the vision that allowed me to, like, walk the bomb away from uh, everyone else. And the fact that I took the brunt of the alien atomizer meant that you were able to bring me back. Like, that's, that's the heroic act that she has.
0: Yeah, I guess to me, it's I'm okay with her believing some baloney. Mm-hmm. Then the conflict should be about how it's baloney and he doesn't have faith in her. And she says, this is my true belief. And he says, well, I'm not going to sit here and watch you go insane. So you can maybe help people yeah. rather than maintain your sanity, but they don't actually have that fight. No. Like, I, I, like, I, I,
1: it, it's a bummer. It's a bummer and it's weird. And it doesn't Well, It's
0: fine. Cause now it's done. <laughs> I, it, it, I really do feel like they're close that's it that's i don't yeah. think we're gonna have them get back together i i think that's that's the arc because even as they talked about it they talked about essentially it was like they were on a vacation relationship it's been real <laughs> or like they met at study abroad yeah i'll never forget the times we spent together but unfortunately we live in different continents No, you live across the hall from each other. You live right here. You have all the
1: same friends.
0: But yeah, it just... (laughs) You drink
1: at her bar all the time.
0: Yeah, it was like a we're graduating high school breakup. Like, oh man, this isn't a... It's not meant for college, but this has been real. But... uh, Anyway, so that breakup happens, and that's the last time we see Maria.
1: (laughs) And then uh, let's let's do this uh, Steph, Kyle, Liz thing
0: okay so we uh kyle has a job still so i don't fully understand what was going on maybe we didn't miss anything when he thought i i still don't understand how he could be stealing supplies and still have a job i have no idea
1: especially when they talked about it like he was it was going to cost him his job
0: but anyway so uh our first scene is she is very sick
1: so she looks
0: on and they talk about like She's like, "What do you think's gonna happen when I die?" And he's like, "Well, I've got some theories, but this is a downer." And they talk about him. but actually, it's very sweet. And whatever.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and she's kind. Of, she kind of apologizes for bringing up his, you know, his feelings of that he had when his dad died again. Um,
1: and for putting exactly. him through that again, which is all very like sweet and sad. Yes. Um But then the next time we see her she is you know kyle's like checking in on her and Mm -hmm. she's not in her hospital bed and so Mm -hmm. there's that moment of like oh no but it turns out she's just at the makeup mirror doing her makeup feeling great because quietly and off screen liz did something
0: yes we're led to believe that (laughs) i thought we were going to find out that max did it but we didn't find out so i yes she definitely accepts the accolades for doing it
1: right
2: so
0: one's better one would one would think that she did that and maybe when i rewatch, i'll see because there's also where the hell was she when max went to her lab and destroyed everything great question she may have been at the hospital doing that there may have been a throwaway line but you're right instead of us seeing her do it the way it gets revealed to us is we see that steph is better and we see kyle thank liz emotionally
1: and, you know, he goes in with like a little bit the same energy as Max being like, Liz, you're a goddamn evil scientist, yeah. um, but thank you. Like his mm-hmm. and, you know, like I, I wonder, it seems like the, the, the shipping dynamic there is between Kyle and Steph, not Kyle and Liz, but yeah. like Kyle Liz is still like a dormant thing, right? Like there's still an X dynamic between them.
0: Yes, I think there's an ex dynamic. <sighs> but Liz has been pre- I mean both Liz and Max since yeah. they I don't want to say consummated cuz I think it was before that but like since they've been a couple they really haven't had a- like she doesn't even flirt with Diego. Like she's never she we don't yeah. see her flirt with anyone and in- like and he doesn't flirt with anyone. Even Cam who he used to sleep with. Like we don't see that. So but- I guess I think Kyle maybe would come with that energy, but I I think Liz is very loyal to Max. I'm not saying she's loyal to every guy she's ever been with, but I think she is like she's got she's like a she's like a maxosexual right now, like that. But she
1: also ran away to California.
0: Yeah, but I don't think she's gonna fuck anyone in California. That's my
1: point.
0: I could be wrong. We'll find out next season. If I'm wrong, I'm sure they will tell us, but I don't think she's, I don't even think she's going to go on one date while she works at the evil company.
1: Uh, so I think the last like thread that that leaves us with before we get to the song, which again, mm-hmm. we will get to. Is Rosa and her mother, right?
0: Yeah. Well, they fake us out because Rosa tells Liz, uh, she declines an invite to California and she says, I'm going to go back to rehab. And Liz is very touched. And it's a very sweet moment between the sisters.
1: And the Mm. next time
0: we see Rosa, she is outside a bar. And her hand is shaking. And she's kind of looking nervous.
1: But she's only nervous because she is about to confront her mother. Yeah. And tell her mother to uh, go away. Right? To leave Liz alone. Tell her that she doesn't hate her. That she loves her mother. But she mm-hmm. needs to leave Liz alone.
0: Yep. Go away. I told you go away before. I'm telling you go away again. Yeah. You got your revenge. Let's just let this. And she encourages her to get to seek a second chance because while Rosa is in recovery, Helena is sitting there drinking alcohol. Totally. Um, so, but, uh, not uh, as clean as one would hope uh, an addict to be.
1: It is interesting, though, because, like, Helena, well, well, Rosa is like, you got your revenge. Helena's like, I, that's, not, that's not as complete a revenge as I wanted. She wanted to humiliate uh, uh, Sergeant Bad Dad and yeah. not just kill him.
0: Well, you can't always get what you want.
1: No, it's true. And also, he's dead, so, like, what are you also, do you <laughs> got
0: We didn't mention this before, but also, Helena did save Charlie's life. So she, she's not quite in the you know she's not in the black in terms of good and evil but she she did save charlie we got to finally have a scene between cameron and charlie um that was sweet
1: it was sweet but like you know while we were watching it i was like have we seen these characters interact before um and we think maybe well uh one of that well Cam was in a coma um so like Okay, it's 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 a little bit of like a jumping to an emotional level that doesn't feel like they've earned, you know, in scenes between them. Um, but like, you well, know, I mean, it's, it's an easy way has jump mortgaged maybe.
0: her entire adult life and career to save her sister. <laughs> sure. So like, yeah, she, yes. we haven't seen the sister, but like for Cam, and then and then thought her sister abandoned her again. Right. So I think maybe you just don't care about Cam. <laughs>
2: I, th- I mean the that is that I'm is like, true
0: because because four I mean I wasn't feeling an essay on the but I also think fine I'm happy that the two sisters will be in Roswell when we start the next season and not one of them just being in the because that's the other thing is Charlie is a lot more like Liz remember she was like talking mm-hmm. science at Liz and they talked about kind of being evil scientists yeah so like I like and she Charlie did
1: make in- that atomizer
0: yeah so I'm like I'm down with Charlie being in town and maybe doing you know weird science and like fringe science and stuff and maybe and Liz coming in I mean I'm I like Charlie on the board I'm glad she's around um you're right it wasn't like the I found the Alex stuff which we're about to talk about finally pretty affecting like I said the Max (laughs) and Liz fight was pretty affecting Yeah, nothing. Yeah, it just
2: and
1: the oh, the, also, the Kyle staff stuff, right?
0: Yeah, that stuff was really good. Okay, and I I really did enjoy this episode more than I thought I was going to enjoy this finale, just because there was so much to fix. But they just they dealt with so many things in such an offhand way in the first five minutes that the show, the episode became a different episode that was fine. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we've talked about this a little bit before, and I'm not trying to pick on Isabel. But there's a moment where Michael is, uh Max sees Michael's tattoo and asks him, oh, when did you get that tattoo? And Michael's like, oh, well, I got it when I thought you when you were dead. Um, I didn't know if you were coming back. And then Isabel's like, yeah. okay, guys, stop the emotional bullshit. Like, let's get to talking about what was in this journal. And it's like, either that feel one, it feels very much like a writer was like, how do I transition out of this emotional beat into my other thing now? And if we don't blame the writer, which is also okay. Isabel's a sociopath. These are the two men in the world that you love the (laughs) most who have a hard time emotionally connecting. And you complain about how they have a hard time connecting each other and they are having a nice moment. You can't just shut your mouth for 30 seconds and let them have a moment. And then just move on. It's pretty egregious. it's just such like a so either Isabel is the worst or this scene could have used a rewrite. I guess those are my two feelings. like either either Yeah Either the writer decided they didn't give a fuck about the emotional scene and wanted to get out of it, or Isabel didn't. I'm like, Isabel, you're being a jerk to your brothers, man.
1: The thing is, my I brother- feel like Isabel is written this way a lot. Like I feel like she yeah. is frequently a a a writer mouthpiece right that it's just like where can you put your like cleverest turns of phrase where can you put your Mm -hmm. most like you know metatextual reads of situations your most like ironic whatever bullshit um you put it in isabel's mouth um and like it makes her seem like an above it all kind of dick um but like you know that's the way they write the character kind of a dick
0: Yes, but I get, and maybe it's, I hold her to a different standard. Like if she was taught, if it was Maria and uh, Liz having an emotional moment mm. and then she shit on it to like move on, I think I would be more like, okay, that's just Isabel being Isabel. Yeah. But these yeah. are your brothers who I know cause I've watched the show. You care a lot about these two guys and you wish that they would be more emotionally honest about how they feel about each other, especially how Michael feels about Max. We watched an entire episode where you're begging Michael to show how much he cares about Max.
1: And then we And especially cuz like the whole mystery that they're getting to the heart of is just about their family dynamics and about like how they feel about their place in the universe. Like it's 100% not 100% end
0: the point is the three of you are necessary now again you may have opened pandora's box to an evil man who maybe it wasn't great you opened it but you needed the three of you it doesn't matter that you're not blood the three of you are something together there's something to right, that right, right but isabel is too cool for school and i guess i feel like this season was like isabel gets a groove back i want isabel to get her heart back next season I want something. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to make a friend. I don't know if she's going to find an orphan girl and befriend. I don't care who it is. I don't care. Maybe she hangs out with Walt all the time and they bond. She just needs to something. be tender and, and like real emotional with somebody. Or else she's just a snark machine.
1: Yeah, she's and definitely I, a snark machine. She could possibly stand to spend more time with Alex.
3: Interesting. Because
1: he, he is like he's an emotional open wound. He's a sweetie, boy. <laughs> he
0: he's a sweetie a, boy. He's such a sweetie boy. And okay, we can now talk about what I think. I this is the like last year. It was the um. I mean, of course, there was a the twist with Rosa and everything. But like the the pulling the lightning from the sky and hitting Noah was the big yeah. moment of last year's finale. This one, it is for sure Alex's song. <laughs> All his now, inner feelings, I... <laughs> wrote it yes. into a poem and sang the poem mm-hmm. to a room full of cowboys and his brother and his ex boyfriend and his potential new boyfriend and his ex boyfriend's sister. <laughs> he is such a sweetie boy.
1: He is very much a sweetie boy. Um, moments like this on TV shows are always tough and i know look i know this is uh likely just uh a, a me thing and a the way i uh view music production um but like the way that his song was produced um like feels nothing like a live performance you know um and it just it it feels so like artificial and fakey to me especially because and you know like churching it up with the uh like the string patches and um like Mm -hmm. the little bits of percussion like it's all you know whatever but the way his voice is uh compressed as much as it is and like the little bit of like auto tuning like i just want it to be rougher to feel like a real performance it feels like a recording
0: they did start and you called this out too the performance right before him at the open mic was also not an open mic performance. Oh,
1: no, no. That was a professional.
0: There was a professional. And that was like kick 12. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I guess I am cutting it slack because it's TV and because I have I a certain know. expectation of what I get from this. And honestly, this kind of television, right? Like uh, in episodes mm-hmm. of Buffy, there's like scenes where uh, Giles is playing at a coffee shop. I feel like this is about yeah. as produced as that, right? Which, yes, it should have, I mean, it would have been great if they just like, were like, Anthony Stewart head play, we'll put a boom mic on you and it'll just sound like it would really, that would have been awesome. But like, I guess my expectation is really not yeah. in the show like this. It's,
1: it's funny that I want it to be crappier. <laughs> like, you do? I want, I do, I want it to be crappier, but they're like, no, 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 it's gotta be, it's gotta be like squeaky clean um and well, uh, yeah it's, it's just also, for, for me that...
0: do you, okay and and not this is not coming for tyler black i think he did a great job in this i think it's also yeah. a much bigger ask of a person who was not hired to be a musician to sure. perform live or to figure out how to make it look and feel right and good because it turned out good it turned out well he sounded good yes but i i think it's a lot to ask of a performer who uh, an actor who isn't all, also a performer with that set of skills to perform live like if, uh, that's so just, that's a taller order
1: i understand that but you can get you can produce a recording to sound live and that did not do that i i am not putting this on uh the actor's uh feet at all i feel no. like it is 100 percent a production issue um that like they uh favored you know having something that they could probably sell on iTunes um yeah, which and which I know iTunes doesn't yeah. exist Apple Music
0: it's <laughs> it's Apple Music <laughs> and then um, we can Spotify it yeah i think you're right i yeah. think yes it's a track but i'm also just yeah. I, like you said i think my expect. i think one my uh ear is less um i think in the same way that I'm really mad about how the breakup between the two characters happened, <laughs> I mean, also, right. you are listening for the same kind of like better from the performance. Um, sure. So, like, I mean, not- yes. As, right.
1: as someone who has been in front of a crowded bar that did not want to hear me sing a song, playing a song yeah. at a piano. Like <laughs> I know, I know what that should sound like.
0: Wait, hold on. Is this that you're you jealous? Are you just jealous no. that Alex sounds better than you ever did? No I'm, not <laughs> no, I'm with you, and I hope that if we do more Alex performing, mm-hmm. that it can have that vibe. Because I also think that vibe would be really fun at the Wild Pony. And I, totally. I know that this song was a ballad, but it would I would be down to listen to like if Alex and Forrest want to make a band and they sing like honky tonk songs. <laughs> about how much they, like, I would love. You know what I mean? Like I'm up for yeah. more indifferent. I think this song, yeah, it didn't bug me. I understand it bugged you, and I, you're totally valid. <laughs> and it I, it I, I, I don't, conspired. I don't, I don't mean I to say that emotion. Yeah, I was moved by the scene.
1: Yeah, and I don't mean to suggest that uh that the production ruined it um but like it is just something that I had to register as like this is a wholly artificial moment um yeah. and then like buy into it again and when when you do that and when you allow that and you know the the show is also like cross-cutting between like other important things that are happening mm-hmm. for the characters so like it does get the job done and it is a sweet moment <laughs> and you know i uh isabel and uh, michael have that conversation that i said to you probably should just be subtext um about uh michael and alex being endgame mm-hmm. um but you know, so like, there's enough sweet stuff going on there that, like, as as a package, that whole scene does work.
0: Yeah, I'm. I hear you, but I, I think, and maybe they tried it and it didn't work. But I, there's another take. There's another way to do it. Honestly, I think you could do it, and you could, like you said, make things subtext. If it was really Alex pouring his heart out in a more yeah. verite way you could just see on Forrest's face and Michael's face and Isabel's face and Greg's face and yeah. Alex's face what's happening. Instead, I think that, yeah, the, the conversation between Alex and Isabel really just underlines it. Yeah, Especially if it's Michael looking that way and then leaving, which is what he ultimately does anyway. I think him leaving is him because he doesn't... Because st- the song is clearly about him. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't stay to you know applaud um which if he had stayed he would have seen alex doing some kissy face with forrest
1: kissy face with forrest In front
0: of all of those cowboys which was like his little pro, his like insecurity or, or uh, he didn't not an insecurity yeah I don't know how to, yeah like his fear his inhibition i'll def- it's yeah. an inhibition for sure i don't know if the other words are appropriate for what it's feeling like. but like he was, he didn't feel like he could be himself in front of Roswell's citizens. Right. And, now- and ex- yeah.
1: express that explicitly mm-hmm. a couple episodes back.
0: Yeah. And so now he's doing it with our boy Forrest.
1: Who i like that we have uh, done a total 180 on Forrest. That we started off being like, who's this fucko? I don't like him. And then being like, well, and now we're like, yes.
0: Yeah, I'm so in. By the time we saw him at the farmer's market, I was like, alright, for us, yeah. our guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that is that is interesting. And I, honestly, Helena, I need a break from her. Like, yes. I'm not looking to see her in the premiere, but if she does, like, get her shit together and then can be helpful to, like, I'm okay with her coming back. I like the idea of her coming back and she's trying to be on the good th- side of things and Liz doesn't really trust her. Like, I think... I. I think i'm feeling pretty good about everybody like
1: yeah well and i I think like we need to get helena back in the mix because there are still things about her and mimi's relationship that i feel like i need more i need to spend more time exploring um Mm -hmm. and that yeah there's there's, there's a lot of past still that feels foggy to me. So bring Helena back. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm for it.
0: Yeah. I there's, you're right. And there's a lot with Mimi, especially there's like, I still do not understand.
3: <laughs> no.
0: And, and honestly, if, if the story for next season is Maria really digging in and trying to understand her own sickness, I mean, because do- her- Liz is a m- super scientist. And yeah. we, have, uh, we have Charlie in town, too, who's another super scientist. And we have Liz is working at a company full of evil scientists. So, like, I- I'm not worried. Now that <laughs> Maria survived the bomb, I feel like we can figure out a medical solution to her, pr- her problem.
1: Provided, of course, that Beard Max doesn't kill everyone in the meantime. Because he might. Like, we don't know what Beard Max wants.
0: He wants to say hi.
1: He wants to say howdy, partner.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. I'm honestly (laughs) like, I'm jazzed about Beard Max. I feel like, especially if it gives us, which I don't think we had this season, we need a season long antagonist. Yes. And if think Beard Max is a great one because shave that beard. He looks like Max. Max can't tell people that he's an alien. So he can't tell people like, so th- yeah. I, there's yeah. so many interesting things to do with that. Um, oh, we didn't even talk about the potential that. Um. So it could be a clone situation. It could also be that he's a shifter of some kind.
1: Ooh, that's a good so, point. Like,
0: I don't mean, I don't know how he knew to shift to look like the little kid when he grew up but like who knows but it also could be that that face is a chosen face or he could have or yeah who knows but it could also be a shifter which would also be interesting but yeah I'm ready for a season I think a season arc for third season is what I'm kind of hoping for for this show
1: yeah me too um and it's it's funny because like we had sort of danced around the idea of evil Max uh, in like the beginning slash middle yeah. of this season. Um, and now to like actually make that manifest makes me feel a little less bad about exploring it before. And then sort of like tossing it aside um, in much the same way that like uh, uh, the same way that crash con was dealt with in this episode. Yeah. Um, so like to know that there's maybe still legs on it uh, has me excited for the future of the show.
0: And honestly, as much as I think there are pieces of the story, the way the story was told and, and kind of how it ultimately, like where we spent our time in the 40s is not, I don't know that it was ideal to my personal taste um, in terms of what I like on the show. But now that we've seen the whole arc for Trip, I like it. He fell in love with an alien. Yeah. He fell in love at first sight with an alien. He tried to save her. He couldn't. He saved her friend and he was able to save her children. So or her child. So like that arc works for me. And yeah, yeah, like I, so I think before this episode and even like, as we've been watching the forties, it didn't all. I didn't always get, it didn't always feel like it was worth our time, but yeah. All right. It's a fun little story.
1: Yeah. And it seems like that's a lot of where like the heart and arc of this season was right. Like it wasn't in the detours to the bootmaker and his twin brother, who's crazy. And maybe. Oh, dead wait
0: now. a minute.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Mm. Or is the bootmaker the same kind of alien that Max and beard Max are. And that's where clone slash alien Duplicate whatever is related.
1: This is a good theory, but I I think we should get (laughs) it.
0: I didn't think about it till just now because I forgot the bootmaker had a guy who was crazy who looked just like him.
1: Yeah, so maybe that's the blueprint for the Max and Beard Max that we're seeing right now.
0: Patrick, I they haven't even written the next season. It's so (laughs) long before we get to watch more episodes of the show. Um, oh, no. um like I, I have admitted I will likely be watch- binge watching this second season again when it comes to Netflix in one week. Um and I honestly I don't know if I said this on mic, but I really like Original Oswald and the world is really scary and hard right now. Yeah. I don't know yes. that I'm gonna be able to pause at <sighs> <laughs> at five episodes into season two and not dip back and watch more episodes of roswell before the next season of this show
1: i mean i think that's okay look uh, production on everything is still closed now so like they can't even film this even if they wanted to so like that's fine
0: dispensation I don't know. I'm. To I'm, I'm.
1: Yes. I. I am absolving you of the responsibility to stop uh, original Roswell where you are. Um. We. We will get back to welcome to Roswell at some point, but it is not in the foreseeable future.
0: That's so depressing, but it's true. I know. But I want to say thank you so much for committing to this junior, journey this year. It has been honestly <laughs> one of the highlights of my quarantine. Yeah. Um,
1: likewise. Th- and thank you for because yeah. you know when uh I, when we were talking about you coming back uh for for this show um for second season uh it was before we locked down at all right. um and <laughs> which is an insane thing to to think about that there was a time before this <laughs> um and like I think maybe you invited me to like do the first one or, or mm-hmm. something and I was like you know it would be fun to do this uh in like a co-host capacity uh and like do the do do the whole season uh and you know because it has been because it's difficult to podcast and to do everything to, because everything is fucking difficult yeah. um right now um we did this whole season just you and I and it feels like it's been a fun and like rewarding exploration of two shows that I am enjoying and enjoying ripping apart and enjoying mm-hmm. like getting invested in uh so like yeah absolutely thank you for having me along on this part of this ride
0: oh patrick i was so happy honestly the moment you said i think i made a joke about making you come on all the time and you're like what if i was on every week and i was like whoa <laughs> and then i think i said take a minute think about what you've just said i will right. hold you to this but you did you committed and this like you said one of the highlights of my quarantine it's been really fun i hope um everyone listening, um, that you've had fun too. Um, and I also give everyone listening dispensation to keep going on old Roswell. And if you have thoughts about old Roswell, uh, you can tweet at, at me. Don't tweet at Patrick because he may or may not. Uh, he doesn't believe in spoilers. I don't believe in spoilers, so
1: tweet whatever you want. <laughs> okay.
0: I will say a coded thing that I've also said already to Patrick. There's a thing that happens a few episodes past where we are that is what in original Oswald that is wild and weird i don't want patrick to find out about it until he presses play on that hulu episode so i'm trusting anyone listening and i'm holding myself to it oh i want to tell him about it so bad i uh, but we're just gonna have to like i'll just have to control myself all right
1: Ryan, can can I suggest a yes. new sign off for the show inspired by Beard Max?
0: Yeah, do you want I would try to do at the same time, but there's a lag on this. Mm. So
1: let's we, try it anyway. Okay. <laughs> and see what happens. And
0: <laughs> on three. One, One, two, three. Howdy. Howdy, partner. partner. <laughs> Thank you for listening. To Welcome back to Roswell. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review over at Apple Podcasts or follow us on uh, social media. We're at Roswell Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Take care and have a great week.